0: I'm Rich Cuslin, and this is the Birth of Venus podcast, birthofvenus.substack.com. Today's podcast is entitled, Chinese-style censorship and the barbarians at the gates of Substack. Subtitled, Jimmy Lai, courageous fighter for the freedom of expression, yet endures. This essay and podcast was inspired by a photograph of Jimmy Lai that I found online, taken uh, within the last uh, two or three years or so. And in his office, above his head, there is a beautifully drawn piece of calligraphy with a couplet on it, and I wanted to know what that couplet was. You can find a link to see that photograph yourself on BerthaVenus.substack.com. Recently, Substack founders valiantly fought and won the argument against the strident yet barely intelligible hollerings of pseudo-intellectuals who wish to shut down this and any platform where expression is left to the liberty of the individuals who choose to make use of it. Their unbudging nature, most admirable, made me think of Jimmy Lai, Li Zhiying, a courageous man whose enemies think nothing of constraining his liberty, imprisoning his body, committing calumny against his stellar character and, of course, confiscating his property. Hundreds, if not many thousands, of young Hong Kong warriors for freedom have fared much worse because they are unknown. Jimmy Lai is the poster child. Historically, Chinese have always adopted in practice the tactic of killing the head to scare the body. And this is what has happened to Jimmy Lai. You can read about Jimmy Lai in an essay written by Ed Chin. That's Chen Zhijian. I've linked to that essay in my Substack post as well. The Chinese, that is, the CCP-led version of censorship in Hong Kong, is in fact the end point. That America-hating yet American. Autocratic panderers of their own supposed moral superiority wish to achieve in the United States of America. To wit, the crushing of speakers against whom they have no argument upon which they can rally freely thinking adherents to their loathsome ideas. Shut them up and shun them, they cry. In our nation, where more than two centuries ago our founders codified and sanctified our inalienable rights given us by God, including the liberty to speak freely, which no man can confiscate. The inspiration for this essay came from a photograph I saw of Jimmy Lai in his office in Hong Kong. And above his head, there is a couplet, a poetic couplet written in Chinese calligraphy. Now, this couplet originated in an 8th century poem of the Chinese official and writer it is very common for Chinese executives to post calligraphy in their offices, which is an indication of their education and the mottos by which they want people to know they live by. The couplet reads, yu zhang feng fan bai Ri dong, jing yu ba lang Chang Ming kai. I'm going to interpret this for you to give a larger sense of the meaning and its implication rather than sort of a more terse yet rhythmically similar approximation of the original, which is the way most uh, scholars would try to translate this. The olive and the camphor shake their treetops in the wind and seem to make the bright sun to move from the perspective of the viewer on the ground. The whale walks through the waves and kicks up the spray in the vast infinitude of the oceans. This couplet can be found in Zheng Wang Dang, Sizi, to the literati official Wang Nang, contained in a many centuries later collection of the poet's work called Duan Ge Hang. Wang is a young and talented Mandarin, down on his luck in search of a bureaucratic position, swooning with grief. He swings his sword as he dances drunkenly about. The poet tells young Wang of his faith in the young man's talent. Think of the giants of nature. These trees and the whale, he writes. Cease your sorrow. Go straight into the land of Shu, present day Sichuan, and search out the official who will recognize your talent. For I am old, but you are young. Jimmy Lai, taking upon himself the role of a model of action, elderly though he may be, exhorts the young and the talented to take it straight into the guts of the dynasty. He has the force of Chinese traditional culture behind him. That is the purpose of this couplet, and my best estimate as to why it hangs in his office. An admirable couplet, beautifully drawn. I couldn't make out the name of the calligrapher, I'm sorry to say, but fitting for an admirable warrior for human liberty and dignity. You've been listening to Rich Cuslin. And the Birth of Venus podcast, birthofvenus.substack.com. Thanks for listening. Be well and God bless.